0: Welcome to the anarcho-biblicalist podcast i am your host jordan and as always i'm here with my uh my my co-host whom i slightly outrank uh juan how are you doing i'm feeling overshadowed and (laughs) underwhelmed but it's true though you're the one doing all the research for this
1: i'm just Uh, i'm like i'm your pupil you are my master
0: but at the same time i'm like I'm I'm the master who shirks all of the work and puts it all onto you because you do all of the editing and shit. Oh,
1: yeah, that's true. You know what's funny? It's like is has there been any other like teacher-student relationship in which both of them lack complete respect for the work that they're covering?
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good question. It's kind of a weird it's can, kind of can, weird situation we find ourselves
1: like oh, let me teach you about this bullshit. Oh yeah.
0: Ah uh, no yeah I mean. I don't know if I know of anyone who, uh, who has done such a deep dive into something that they really don't, like, respect. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> okay, Juan, uh, what can you remember from last week?
1: So, our boy Joseph, basically in charge of all the food production in Egypt, and tasked with its allocation and distribution during the drought, or yeah, during the famine. famine, yeah, he decided to just go all out, like, mentally torture his family. So <laughs> it was pretty weird. Because they came to him, even though his family comes from, like, four generations of prehistoric millionaires with who knows how many uh, checkered and and striped goats and sheep. <laughs> and I, I guess they ran out of food, and so they went to go... To Egypt, and he recognized them. They didn't recognize him, and so he made them do like these tasks up until the end, to where he regretted it. Yeah, and then and then he was mean to them. He regretted it on the segregation table, and decided, no, it's it is me. I'm your brother. I forgive you.
0: (sighs) (sighs) Yeah, no, that's that's about right. Last week we followed Joseph, a middle manager and cat boy extraordinaire, as he extracted revenge on his brothers for his ill treatment at their hands via psychological torture. Yo,
1: so you know, as I s- he he like robbed, he robbed Jacob of like forty years and then gave him back dirty.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and we're and we're gonna get to that today. <laughs> but yeah, as I said last week, most people end the story about there, maybe plus a little bit of what we're getting into. But there is a whole lot more text here, at least enough for another episode. And by foreskin Jesus, we're gonna read it. Uh, don't think there's any content warnings this week either. Are you sure about that? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I could be wrong, but we shall see. I don't want to be, like, reading any messages from
1: somebody that's like, I came into this podcast, listening to this podcast in good faith, and then you read about some Canaanite being stabbed in the throat, and it reminds me of when my Canaanite friend was stabbed in the throat. <coughs> triggered.
0: <laughs> Just very specifically that person's trigger. <laughs> only Canaanites specifically. Nothing else really does it for there.
1: <laughs> yeah, on, only only when the, somebody mistreats the Canaanites. <laughs> Are there still Canaanites cool. around? Is that like a thing?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> and I don't know if a modern day Canaanite is going to listen to this and that's going to be uh, what sets them off. But... <laughs> I, I doubt it. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. You, even if there was a modern-day Canaanite, I don't think that... They'd be triggered. They'd listen. No. <laughs> they? But yeah, no, I don't think there are Canaanites anymore, really. Well, I also
1: would say that they probably wouldn't they, be triggered by this, considering that if they are a Canaanite, they probably live in Palestine. You know? They am yeah. hearing about the Bible. is the least of the worries right now.
0: Yeah, no, they've got plenty of other things. Uh ptsd related if they're existing in palestine right now unfortunately so oh yeah okay all right juan we 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 pick our story back up with jacob israel uh having learned that joseph is alive setting off on one last small nomadic hurrah before he gets back to egypt are you ready before we start how long was joseph gone for do we know like 14 Um, years right yeah, maybe a little bit more while he was languishing in that in that prison. But yeah, no, he, he's been he's probably been gone for like a decade or
1: so. And then did then Jacob work for like fourteen years for his wives? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's been his son's been gone longer than he was working for them. I guess both.
0: Yeah, sure. He might have worked a little longer though afterwards because he was doing all that speckled uh, sheep shenanigan stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> genetic science with, with an element.
0: <laughs> Gotta love that ancient Canaanite genetic science, which probably did happen. Ancient Canaanites probably did understand something of genetics via, like, just animal husbandry and selective breeding. Yeah, like, they but found... like, I don't think it happened like this.
1: <laughs> no, they found, like, you know, the actual way you're supposed to do it. But, you know, strangers would come and be like, how'd you get striped sheep? And so... They didn't want to give the secret away, <laughs> so they said, Oh, you know, you just put a striped almond next to their food trough. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not working. Well, uh if you subscribe to my sheep university subscription, eventually <laughs> you'll learn how to raise striped
0: sheep. What's what's the newest grifter's name? He's the fucking Andrew Tate of the uh ancient world. <laughs> <laughs> Look, listen! If you want a
1: striped sheet, you gotta work for it. You gotta take that striped sheet, you gotta walk every day for it. You gotta buy hustler scrolls.
0: <laughs> Hustler's three days of school, because that's what university was back then. Three days? That wasn't like a real thing, I know. <laughs> that was me speculating. Oh, by
1: the way, did you know that Andrew Tate recently converted to uh, Islam?
0: I don't remember if I knew that i want to say maybe i heard about him like talking about islam or something but i, I don't know if that i knew specifically he converted but
1: like are we surprised he he
0: yeah he, he i i don't think he's particularly interested in like the revelations of the quran so much as he's interested in his having many conception wives. of how his conception of how controlling of women islam is
1: Yo, that shit's fly, yeah that's just like on fly because he's gonna treat women badly and they're gonna be like you can't do that. He's like, no, it's okay, I'm Muslim. That's still not okay. Oh,
0: Still not damn. okay. Damn it. <laughs> I thought I fucking finally got those leftists' curses.
1: Which is a- another... All right. Sorry, before we get because you put... You, you, you open this can of worms. It's really funny when... Because this happens a lot. It's really funny when um leftists shits on Christianity all the time here. But then they go around and turn around. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you don't treat Muslims the same way or this. And it's like... Well, yeah, we do. We,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's important to But like, I think it's important to use a, a, a deft a, a deft approach because you don't want to just be Islamophobic, but you also want to like criticize harmful parts of like all religion, you know.
1: They say you don't you're not this critical of Islam. It's like, yeah, we're just as critical of Islam. No, yeah. We I, don't shit on Muslims.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, because absolutely right. Cuz
1: there's a complete different dynamic here if you're Muslim in this country than if we're Christian.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Just wait till we get to the uh, (laughs) Anarcho-Islamist podcast.
0: (laughs) That'll be fun. All right. Let's, let's, Let's look at what the Andrew Tate of the ancient world is getting up to. When Israel set out on his journey with all that he had and came to Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the god of his father Isaac. God spoke to Israel in visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, here I am. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Woo! Woo! He said the line! He said the line! <laughs> then he said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make of you a great nation there. I myself will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also bring you up again, and Joseph's own hand shall close your eyes.
1: Joseph's own hand shall close your eyes. Yeah.
0: It, it, in the res- requiescat in pace sort of uh, way. What? <laughs> you played Assassin's Creed, right? Did Did you? Um, I played two and three. Yeah, those are the ones where he says "Ric Ricuiesca whenever he kills like a, a higher up guy. I
1: I played them at a friend's house. I never got through the story. Ah shit!
0: <laughs> but he like closes their eyes after he kills them, and says "Rest oh. in peace" in Italian.
1: Oh, okay. So he is saying that Jacob will will live happily in the land of Egypt, and his son will lay him to rest. Is that what he's saying?
0: Or he's saying that he's going, to, he's going to bring Jacob back up to the land of Canaan. And Joseph will be the one who, you know, lays him to rest, basically. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, God's taking a little road trip himself, too, here. Alright, let's see, let's see what, these, what this little guy gets up to. Then Jacob set out from Beersheba. And the sons of Israel carried their father Jacob, their little ones, and their wives, in the wagon that Pharaoh had sent to carry him. They also took their livestock... They also took their livestock and the goods that they had acquired in the land of Canaan. And they came into Egypt, and Jacob and all his offspring with him, his sons, his sons' sons with him, his daughters, and his sons' daughters. All of his offspring he brought with him into Egypt. Now these are the names of the Israelites. Jacob and his offspring, who came to Egypt. Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and the children of Reuben. Hanak, Palu, and, uh, I prank you, on We're, we're not reading that shit. <laughs>
1: Oh, I was about to say cuz I'm like eyeing through this paragraph <laughs> and it's oh my god. No, yeah, just just know that his his family had family at this point. Game <laughs> flashbacks from reading the Silmarillion.
0: <laughs> That's where he gets that shit from, man. That in like Norse mythology.
1: No, yeah, I know, but like you didn't have you didn't have to be as you didn't you di- it didn't have to suck as much as this thing. <laughs> We get it. Aragorn is son of Renulio, son of Alotha, son of Alalala, son of, <laughs> of Aketena. You get it. There's a whole line there. <laughs>
0: uh, who'd have thought that Aragorn not only would have parents, but his parents would have
1: parents? And they all start with A for some reason.
0: Huh. I mean, Tolkien's a hack, so that's probably the reason.
1: Wait, why well, is Tolkien a hack?
0: He's not. <laughs> oh, okay. all right, I was let's... about to
1: say, he's famously not a hack, because he made... <laughs> He made his publisher's head probably hurt every day. Yeah.
0: All right, let's keep reading though what, this, what this guy gets up to. Israel sent Judah ahead to Joseph to lead the way before him to Goshen. When they came to the land of Goshen, Joseph made ready his chariot and went up to meet his father Israel in Goshen. He, pretend, he presented himself to him, fell on his neck, and wept on his neck a good while. Israel said to Joseph, I can die now, having seen for myself that you are still alive. Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh and will say to him, My brothers and my father's household, who are in the land of Canaan, have come to me. The men are shepherds, for they have been keepers of livestock, and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. When Pharaoh calls you and says, What is your occupation? You shall say, Your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youth even until now, both we and our ancestors, in order that you may settle in the land of Goshen. Because all shepherds are abhorrent to the Egyptians. By the way, I've heard one Wikipedia article says that Goshen was a region in the land of Egypt in the Nile Delta, but another Wikipedia article that lists all of the regions of that type in the Nile Delta doesn't seem to have it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be agnostic as to whether this shit was real. Maybe maybe there's more research to be done on that, but but yeah. For, for the sake of the story, it's just it it just seems to be a place where livestock is. But what was he trying to say with that last sentence there? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think we're gonna get soon to maybe what Joseph is thinking with this. I think he, I think he just wants to get them a good gig, basically, looking after livestock in Goshen. But we'll we'll get to the specifics there.
1: But like when he says, because all shepherds are abhorrent to the Egyptians.
0: Yeah, I think that's more ritual purity stuff, kind of like how they weren't, you know, they wouldn't sit with Hebrews.
1: Oh, so he's telling them that they want to settle in Goshen because they definitely would not want to settle in Egypt because y'all don't like us.
0: Or in different parts of Egypt. Oh. I think it's a, I think it's a thing of Goshen's a really nice place. Uh, as we're going to see soon, being shepherds is going to be a good gig. And shepherds settled in Goshen, therefore you should say that you're shepherds because Goshen and shepherding are intertwined here, it looks like. And, you know, there's a little bit of just <laughs> of reverse engineering what's going on here. But, yeah, no, I, I don't think that we're being, like, you know, s- super-duper speculative here. All right, so now Joseph's going to talk to Pharaoh. So Joseph went and told Pharaoh, My father and my brothers, with their flocks and herds and all they possess, have come from the land of Canaan. They are now in the land of Goshen. From among his brothers he took five men and presented them to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, as our ancestors were. They said to Pharaoh, We have come to reside as aliens in the land, for there is no pasture for your servants' flock, because the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. Now we ask you, Let your servants settle in the land of Goshen. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best part of the land. Let them live in the land of Goshen. And if you know that they are capable men among them, put them in charge of my livestock. And there's the nepotism. If we can, if we can go back to the previous paragraph looking at this paragraph, maybe that's what Joseph was going for, at least in part. Yeah. And but Goshen like, is good land.
1: Okay, it's nepotism, but it's not, like, bad. The guy literally saved your country from a famine. If if, if he stunned that much, you know, the least he could do is settle his family down. In yeah, a nice maybe. Place, you know, maybe. Yeah. Like if the head of agricultural department in the United States didn't have like, a, like a, a nice pay and some like benefits that most employees have, that'd be kind of fucked up. Oh yeah, if they're just yeah. like, especially like after you know doing pushing a lot of work just to, to like. Preserve the lands for the dust bowl too.
0: Yeah, no. Don't get me wrong. I think the 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 you know secretary of the interior or whatever should have you know health care.
1: No <laughs> yeah, fair. By the way, uh, if you
0: are hearing this, U.S. head
1: of agriculture in the year 2040, residing during the water wars. <laughs> I've I've had I've had your back before any of that even happened. So you should seek me out.
0: Give us the good land in Goshen. Let us pasture your flocks, as our ancestors did.
1: Which I guess would be the area I live in right now. Because if a water war war to happen, I'm in prime real estate.
0: You're by the water, bro. I'm by the water. This is something that Juan and I have speculated on a lot in our personal conversations. That uh, that by the year 2040, there will be a a, a, a water war. <laughs> Not in like a serious... We haven't speculated in a serious way but we just we just like to reference it. I'm
1: essentially playing roles Basilisks with the head of the <laughs> US Department of Agriculture. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's bound to happen, right? Like there's already a water crisis going on throughout the Middle East and sea levels it'll,
0: rising. Soon it'll, it'll come and hit its way through the Middle West where we live.
1: Now, I mean, there's probably some serious speculation to be done here, but the way I talk about it is like
0: New Jersey's gonna come for our water.
1: And I'd be like, hell no, I don't want Indiana turning like New Jersey. Okay, Juan's
0: gonna fucking pick his gun up and defend, defend Indiana from New Jersey. I mean, their water's all salty.
1: The conservatives worry about like Mexicans coming up here and taking their je- uh, taking you know their jobs, but like we're right next to Ohio, like that's a bigger threat to me than fucking Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> you think I want Ohioans coming here? The the Illinoisans are already bad enough.
0: Bro, I love a little the, while around Ohio. I, I I somewhere on Twitter at one point I saw a picture that was uh the the that was basically a partitioning of Ohio. And I think we need that just for uh Indiana state security reasons. <laughs> Cuz yeah, no, Ohio is a way bigger threat. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the people in Ohio,
1: they fucking have it tough. They're tougher here. They're tougher than the people here. I'm sorry, <laughs> Hoosiers not gonna stand. They're, they're not gonna. They're gonna be able to stand up to an Ohio innovation.
0: <laughs> in the rugged frontier of Ohio.
1: <laughs> Yo, even their fucking farmland is like rough. Like you seen the farmers in Ohio? They're fucking beef. Just a mongo- you seen our farms here? We got windmills and shit like that. It looks pleasant. I don't. Th- I don't think any of those people are growing like. They, they, they don't have any scars on their bodies. I know that for sure.
0: Yeah, the Ohio Connit is just waiting to happen.
1: Oh, I, I know for sure those farm boys ain't got scars on their body.
0: Speaking of nomads, um, let's get back to our, to, our favorite little, to our favorite guys.
1: Let's go back to some fucking farmers with some scars on their bodies.
0: Woo! <laughs> okay. Then Joseph brought his father Jacob and presented him before Pharaoh, and Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Jacob, How many are the years of your life? Jacob said to Pharaoh, The years of my earthly sojourn are 130. Few and hard have been the years of my life. (laughs) They do not
1: compare to his father and grandfather.
0: He was about to say, They do not compare with the years of the life of my ancestors during their long sojourn. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just couldn't get through that one without laughing. Uh, Okay. Then Jacob blessed Pharaoh, and went out from the presence of the Pharaoh. Joseph settled his father and his brothers, and granted them a holding in the land of Egypt, in the best part of the land, in the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had instructed. And Joseph provided his father, his brothers, and all his father's household with food, according to the number of the dependents.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny the land's called Ramses, because like, that's like if you're like a Catholic, you're a Catholic farmer, right? And you settle... In a place called Muhammad. <laughs> I kind of want to know what Pharaoh's reaction was to Jacob. Sorry, to, jo- yeah, Jacob. He's like, I'm only, oh, what, 130 years? And Pharaoh's like, 130 years old, man? The most famous of us barely even lived to be 17. <laughs> Shout out to King Tuck. No, yeah, I. Pharaoh's didn't get to live that long, I'm pretty sure. Pharaoh's didn't. Well, I'm, I'm obviously not 113, but not even that old like not too many pharaohs live past the age of 60 i'm sure
0: yeah true i mean you know that's another crowd where the genetic diversity isn't isn't big so there pharaohs probably got more going on than you know joseph's brothers even just just because of the the amount of sibling marriage happening but by the way i like how uh, jacob had at least two blessings to give to pharaoh when isaac had like one good one to give and one like mixed bag one to give
1: but like in the upgrade screen when isaac died he he chose the perk that gave his uh that ch- gave his descendants plus one blessing.
0: Ah, uh, there we go. We'll we'll get to we'll we'll get to that though. Maybe it was plus two bless, blessing or more. but...
1: Maybe it was like something like along the lines of thirty plus thirty percent chance to to get a third blessing.
0: Yeah, something like that. We'll 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 get to that. But first, we have to uh... get to the section that contains uh. The worst economic exploitation that that the world would see until the United States healthcare system. You ready? Okay. (laughs) Now there was no food in all the land, for the famine was very severe. The land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished because of the famine. Joseph collected all the money to be found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan in exchange for the grain that they bought, and Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. When the money from the land of Egypt and from the land of Canaan was spent, All the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us food. Why should we die before your eyes? For our money is gone. And Joseph answered, Give me your livestock, and I will give you food in exchange for your livestock, if your money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph, and Joseph gave them food in exchange for the horses, the flocks, the herds, and the donkeys. That year he supplied them with food in exchange for all their livestock. When that year was ended, they came to him the following year and said to him, We cannot hide from my lord that our money is all spent, and the herds of cattle are my lord's. There is nothing left in the sight of my lord but our bodies and our land. Shall we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land in exchange for food. We with our land will become slaves to Pharaoh. Just give us seed, so that we may live and not die, and that the land may not become desolate. Yeah, I mean, he, they they, Wait, okay. they really brought the anarcho-capitalist uh, mindset into Egypt with Joseph. So,
1: so it was like pretty well established that God can personally communicate with Joseph's family, has been helping them all along in their acquisition of wealth. Mm-hmm. And God personally put Joseph in that position of power in Egypt. And so he basically... And he's god he's supposed to be in charge of the weather so he like did this famine because he did it because he's supposed to be in
0: charge of that shit it's a mixed bag as as to whether he is but i hear you
1: yeah to so basically create a situation in which all the wealth is transferred in, in egypt is transferred to the hands of the pharaoh
0: yeah at the very least he creates the situation in which joseph is there to uh to put pharaoh into this situation yeah but yeah no is there, like anarcho-capitalist sweat dream it Really, Abraham is. Abraham McAfee is looking down smiling. Or looking up smiling because he's probably in Sheol.
1: But also at the same time, what are you supposed to do in this situation? Because do they have irrigation systems? Do they have a way to, like, manage the
0: land? I think Joseph still has a bunch of food.
1: He's still, well, yeah, he still has a bunch of food. However, well, it's increasing in, in worth. But, like, also, yeah, he doesn't have to be selling it.
0: Because he can just ration it. He could be, but he, but let, but let's 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 emphasize. He still continues to sell it. He he is he's, he is choosing to to take things from these people instead of just giving it out. Like I, I know everything I'm saying
1: is obvious, but I'm still trying to get to my hand as to if, if this even is a good approach to this. Because now when the famine is over, where do you get your wealth from? Ooh, because I think you he's have got all the wealth. You got you already have all their wealth and the people that sold themselves. Are not your slaves, but like I guess that's how you do it. You just have slaves.
0: I think he's got an idea here, and, okay, and we'll so. have to continue and read it. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. All the Egyptians sold their fields because the famine was severe upon them, and the land became Pharaoh's. As for the people, he made slaves of them from one end of Egypt to the other. Only the land of the priests he did not buy, for the priests had a fixed allowance from Pharaoh and lived on the allowance that Pharaoh gave them. Therefore they did not sell their land. Joseph said to the people, Now that I have this day bought you, and your land for Pharaoh, here is seed for you. Sow the land. And at the harvests you shall give one-fifth to Pharaoh, and four-fifths shall be your own, and as food for yourselves and your households, and as food for your little ones. They said, You have saved our lives. May it please my Lord." We will be slaves to Pharaoh. So Joseph made it a statute concerning the land of Egypt, and it stands to this day that Pharaoh should have the fifth. The land of the priests alone did not become Pharaoh's. Well,
1: it doesn't stand to this day.
0: Yeah, not to this day, but to, to that, to the day in which this was, I think, written down, maybe. So what, he just put the entirety of Egypt in fucking chains? Not in chains. I think what this is is a myth and or legend about what Egypt was like in the time during which all these stories were packaged into this package that we call Genesis. So so the fifth,
1: um, that, that tribute actually did exist?
0: I, I don't know specifically about the tribute amount. I do know that Egypt was very centralized and that basically everything belonged to pharaoh which was unusual in the ancient world that everything in egypt like basically belonged to pharaoh and it was just like loaned out to the people um keep in mind i have like one youtube video that's a source for this and i will put that youtube video in the description but but yeah uh egypt was like a very centralized sort of place and probably not in name but definitely to a to to a Judahite or israelite for example uh they would have basically they maybe would have like seemed like slaves since pharaoh owned everything and you you know for example in cleopatra's time had to get a license to brew beer which was unheard of back then i think this is most likely a legend about what pharaoh, what egypt was like in the time of the of these authors basically so
1: if egypt was the exception to a lot of the way a lot places were governed how were most places covered back
0: then I mean, it certainly wouldn't have been more centralized. The ruler wouldn't have had as much direct say in, like, people's property, for example. I think there were, in a lot of other Near East places, like, property rights. Or at least, like, a concept of property more so in how you and I would think of it, and less so in the idea that the state owns everything. And I think, like, taxes would have been more minimal as well. I I think that just Egypt was just, like, this highly... The complexity of the state was a mu- was much more advanced than it was in, like, you know, Rome, for example. Yeah, I get you.
1: Because, sorry, it's just that it made it sound like other, other, other civilizations around the time were, like, a bit more freer, which put doubt in my mind. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, it's just that they... it's not because they wanted to be,
0: it's just because they couldn't be. It was less centralized for good and for ill it wasn't so much like a egypt bad everywhere else good it was a egypt different than everywhere else in a really interesting way oh man all those places wish they were a bit more centralized when the sea peoples came oh yeah i mean egypt's the one that survived so although although it kind of did get conquered but you know it it stayed a polity anyways one way or another Uh uh-oh jacob's old he's gonna die soon let's read about that why don't we well, no shit, he's
1: old. Nah, he's Shame a... he couldn't live to be 150 years. What? Well, too young. <laughs> he was so he was 130 years young.
0: Damn, it's because of all that stress he had losing them kids, and the famine. Yeah, and the famine. You you see you seen the famous photo of the
1: kid, who he was like 14 or or 16 something like that, when He got drafted into World War One, and there's like the before and after photo. Oh, he shit. He just looks like dirty in the after photo, even though it was only three years after. Oh, I don't know. I, I think I may have. Well, yeah, because it it shows, like, the aging process with the stress of being at war. That's that's what happened to uh, Jacob here with, with Joseph being gone. It was the equivalent of being oh, shown yeah, constantly in the trenches.
0: Yeah, he aged, you know, 60 years and merely 40 years. <laughs>
1: He must not have liked any of his other sons. Uh, He liked Benjamin.
0: He lost half the sons he liked, though. (laughs) Although uh, we'll get to that a little bit later as well. Let's read about Jacob getting old. Oh, and you're going to like this. Thus Israel settled in the land of Egypt, in the region of Goshen. And they gained possession in it, and were fruitful and multiplied exceedingly.
1: Mission accomplished.
0: (laughs) There we go. Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years. So the days of Jacob, the years of his life, were 147 (laughs) years. (laughs) When the time of Israel's death drew near, he called his son Joseph and said to him, If I have found favor with you, put your hand under my thigh and promise to deal loyally and truly with me. Do not bury me in Egypt. When I lie down with my ancestors, carry me out of Egypt and bury me in their burial place. He answered, I will do as you have said. And he said, Swear to me. And he swore to him. Then Israel bowed himself on the head of his bed. And then died 10 years later, just like his father. <laughs> From here, he just enters his uh, Willy Wonka grandparents stage of his life. <laughs> he's, just, it's like the next... he's just in a bed for years, but he can just kind of get up sometimes if he, if he needs to go to a chocolate factory
1: uh Jacob just kind of stood in the bed waiting to die. And every day, Joseph had to come in to, to make sure he was dead. And so Joseph would <laughs> come in and then pick him up. And Jacob's like, wait, wait, no, no not, not right now. And then so next day, Joseph comes in and pick him up. And and uh, Jacob's like, no, no, not today. I'll let you know. <laughs> and it's like a shtick for 10 years.
0: <laughs> and We're going to get to a little bit of it right now. After this, Joseph was told, Your father is ill. So he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. When Jacob was told, Your son Joseph has come to you, he summoned his strength and sat up in bed. (coughs) And Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan. And he blessed me and said to me, I am going to make you fruitful and increase your numbers. I will make of you a company of peoples, and will give this land to your offspring after you for perpetual holding. Therefore your two sons, who were born to you in the land of Egypt, before I came to you in Egypt, are now mine. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine, just as Reuben and Simeon are. As for the offspring born to you after them, they shall be yours. They shall be recorded under the names of their brothers, with regard to their inheritance. <laughs> For when I came from Padan, Rachel, alas, died in the land of Canaan on the way, while there was still some distance to go to Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem.
1: <laughs> wow, wow, so imagine yeah. it being uh, his son, <laughs> and then, like, the news <laughs> comes out, yo, your dad just gave the inheritance to your brother's, uh, sons, <laughs> it's like, wait, what about us? What about you?
0: He's not giving all the inheritance, though. He's just he's, hes just like, yep, these kids, these two kids, mine now. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> man, man I- Say hello to your brother, sons. <laughs>
1: That's just really funny. He's like, yeah, your sons, they're mine now. They're your brothers. <laughs> Hi, grandpa. I'm not your grandpa anymore. I'm your father. Dad, what's going on? I'm not your dad anymore. I'm your brother. Mom! <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore
0: Mom, daughter of the priest
1: (laughs) Never mind all that, boys You're gonna be rich
0: (laughs) We were already rich
1: Yeah, well now you're gonna have a company of men I don't know what that means You will
0: (laughs) They haven't quite grown up yet They haven't quite realized the importance of a company of of men
1: (laughs) You will have so many kids, son I'm your, I'm your, I'm your grandson. No, you're my son, <laughs> and you're gonna have so many sons. By the way, why? <laughs> why do I want to have By the so way. many sons? You know what? That's a good question I never pondered before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, they they kept chase. They they're in the rat race of chasing sons, trying to have sons, adopting your son's sons so you can have more sons. But you never stop to think,
1: why? I did it because my dad told me to. Now I'm telling your dad to and I never wanted to question why I wanted to.
0: And then he dies. <laughs> By the way, keep this wacky tone in mind as we, as we read this next little bit. When Israel saw Joseph's sons, he said, Who are these?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Joseph said to his father, These are my sons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> whom God has given here.
0: <laughs> and he said bring them to me please that I may bless them <laughs>
1: 17 years selling each have you never seen your grandsons
0: (laughs) who are these (laughs) okay to be fair to be to be fair the next sentence reveals that he can't see anything at all Uh, (laughs) but but just but like I read that and I was just like this is amazing (laughs) I wish that the next verse didn't say now the eyes of Israel were dim with age (laughs) and he could not see well <laughs>
1: See, he, he should have said that first. <laughs> but like, we just made up like a whole head canon about his grandsons. He doesn't even know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he likes them or not. Who are these?
0: Hey, <laughs> who are you? I'm your grandson.
1: <laughs> it's all. Right, come awkward. here.
0: I'm gonna bless you. <laughs>
1: What's more spoilers until hell a lot more tragic now that I know he's mine? but the way he presented it
0: it's so goofy. Uh, turns out we've been laughing at a blind man the whole time. <laughs> oh god, we're
1: gonna get we're gonna get eaten by bears. It was like <laughs> those kids made fun of that guy for being bald. So god, sent a bear after them.
0: That's many books from now, but yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, that's one of the few things I know. And so we're laughing at a blind guy, and now God's gonna send, I don't know, what's around here. A fucking possum after us. Posse (laughs) of possums.
0: Goddamn. Possum posse. Maybe coyotes. (laughs) Nah,
1: coyotes are bitches.
0: (laughs) Alright, let's get back to this Israel guy. This guy... (laughs) <laughs> Let's get back to these grandkids. <laughs> Let's
1: get back to the... Fine, man, we just flapped at. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now the eyes of Israel were dim with age, so he could not see them well. Uh, so Joseph brought them near, and he kissed them and embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I did not expect to see your face, and here God has let me see your children also. Kind of, I assume. Then Joseph removed them from his father's knees. And he bowed himself with his face to the earth. Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand, towards Israel's left, and Manasseh in his left, towards Israel's right, and brought them near him. But Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on the head of Ephraim, who was the younger, and his left hand on the head of Manasseh, crossing his hands, for Manasseh was the firstborn. He blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my ancestors Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life to this day. The angel who has redeemed me from all harm. Bless these boys. And in them let my name be perpetuated in the name of my ancestors, Abraham and Isaac. And let them grow into a multitude on the earth.
1: Is there like some symbolism involved with him crossing his arms? Because that's, that's kind of a weird, that's a weird detail to add in there.
0: Let's see what he was going with it. I believe it says so in the next little paragraph. When Joseph saw that his father had laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him, so he took his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Joseph said to his father, Not so, my father, since this one is the firstborn, put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know, he also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. Nevertheless, his younger brother shall be greater than he. Well, damn. <laughs> I know. And his offspring shall become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day, saying, By you, Israel, will invoke blessings, saying, God make you like Ephraim and like Manasseh. So he put Ephraim ahead of Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, I am about to die, but God will be with you and will bring you again to the land of your ancestors. Now I give you one portion more than your brother's. The portion that I took from the head of the Amorites, with my sword and my bow.
1: I'm giving you my old gun gains from when I massacred a fucking town. Yeah! (laughs) Okay, the cross- the crosshand thing now makes sense to me. But it must fuck you up as a child. Knowing immediately that you'll only be second best to your younger brother.
0: Come here, let me feel your face. Mm, You're not- you're not- you're not as cool. I'm- I'm giving the bit- better part to the other one. (laughs) Who are you again? (laughs)
1: Wait, so I'm supposed to be second fiddle to my younger brother? But why? God said so. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. But at least you're
0: still in better standing than my sons. God, I hate my fucking sons. And that one is something we're about to read about.
1: Oh no, Jacob's last words to his sons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Juan, not gonna lie, this part is really fucking interesting to me. And I want to hear your take. The most important thing to read to to keep in mind as we read this next part is that you know, as we've alluded to, these sons correspond to the tribes of Israel in the future, hmm. which are divided into two kingdoms and a cast of priests. Now, keep that in mind and just tell me sort of the vibe that you get from from each son if you're up for it, because I I I want to get your take in particular, and we can. Probably talk a little bit more about it in the next episode when we do a summary of what we've read so far. You want me to? Like, I, I don't know if I'll give everything away yet, but
1: you want me to like sleep, marry, kill Jacob's sons? <laughs> you
0: know, just just give me the vibe that you get from every from the things that he says to his sons because th- this strikes me as like an independent document. I don't know what biblical scholars actually think about this section to be honest, but. This strikes me as something that probably prefigured the compilation of this book as it is such a specific part with a specific style. I think it has its own politics wrapped up into it. And, and the fact that these sons become tribes, I think it's sort of talking about the tribes, and I want you to tell me what vibe you get from the tribe and maybe sort of... I, I want you to sort of think about what the source is, you know, where... Who might have written this... And why, because of what they think of each son.
1: Well, I'm going tell you right now, this already looks interesting. Because it looks like it's written like, in poem form. Yeah. Instead of just straight up uh, prose.
0: Yeah. Alright, you ready to get into this? Alright. Then Jacob called his sons and said, Gather around that I may tell you what will happen to you in the days to come. Assemble and hear, O sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might and the first fruits of my vigor, excelling in rank and excelling in power. Unstable as water, you shall no longer excel, because you went up onto your father's bed. Then you defiled it. You went up onto my couch.
1: <laughs> That's that, that sounds like you fucked the bed.
0: I believe that is alluding to a section that we read about an episode or two ago where It briefly mentions that Reuben has sex with one of Jacob's wives.
1: Oh, yeah, that.
0: Yeah. Damn, we hold the grudge for like 70 years. (laughs) Yeah. Simeon and Levi are brothers. Weapons of violence are their swords. May I never come into their council. May I not be joined to their company. For in their anger they killed men, and at their whim they hamstrung oxen. Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will divide them in Jacob, and scatter them in Israel.
1: Yo, that last line, I don't know what it means, but that's fucking badass.
0: That is fucking badass.
1: But he's referring to when, you know, they massacred the town because their sister was raped, right? Yeah. then, then Jacob <laughs> had a part to, in that?
0: <laughs> he sure acts like he did when he's talking to Ephraim and Manasseh and Joseph. Happy for what he's got, ashamed of how he got it. Yeah. Judah, your brother shall praise you. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's sons shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He crouches down. He stretches out like a lion. Like a lioness. Who dares rouse him up? The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet until the tribute comes to him and the obedience of peoples is his binding his foal to the vine and his donkey's colt to the choice vine he washes his garments with wine and his robe in the blood of grapes his eyes are darker than wine and his teeth whiter than milk yo whoever the
1: whoever wrote this shit is on fucking fire dude
0: yeah dude, dude
1: pen was or quilt What's left, fucking ashes after this? This is what I thought the Bible was gonna be. These are just straight up, this is straight up fire. I love how this is written. Yeah, right? But now I know who wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, what people come from Judah? The Judaites or?
0: The Judites, yeah. The
1: Judites, yeah. Yeah, they fucking wrote this, for sure.
0: Yeah, fucking Judah bias, obviously. <laughs> uh.
1: This guy washes his, uh, cat-made outfit in fucking wine, dude. That's how bougie <laughs> this guy is.
0: Yeah, all this fucking royal symbolism. It's like, ah, Judah belongs at the top. Like, he should be, uh like like his kingdom should be the best kingdom and it is the best kingdom and everyone loves him and he's fierce and he's like a lion ah <laughs> this, this is just straight up a cloud beast
1: These, this is something somebody would write right now in it's, fact somebody should somebody should just steal this line but with modern terms
0: like God, this shit's evocative dude <laughs> and it
1: will not sound any different than from like amigos verse
0: all right let's let's see let's see what he has about the other brothers Zebulun shall settle at the shore of the sea. He shall be a haven for ships, and his border shall be at Sidon.
1: Yo, that first line though, the alliteration. Oh my yeah. god. Real real fucking genius that I was writing this.
0: Yeah, at least translating it, I have no idea if it what it what what's going on in the original language, but it sure is fucking working. In even in, in across English. a language barrier. Yeah. Wan yeah. you the listener did not, but Juan heard me Fuck up the alliteration like 12 times.
1: Sebulun shall settle at the shore of the sea. Yo, that's a fire line. Okay, way to flex. (laughs) Dude, I speak Spanish.
0: Like,
1: like, that shit just rolls off the tongue for me.
0: (laughs) Issachar is a strong donkey, lying down between the sheepfolds. He saw that a resting place was good, and that the land was pleasant. So he bowed his shoulders to the burden, and became a slave at forced labor. Dan shall judge his people. As one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a snake by the roadside, a viper along the path that bites the horse's heels so that its rider falls backwards.
1: Yo, literally you called the dude a snake. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dan's a fucking snake in the grass. Well like is that is that good or bad? Does he just mean that he's just sabotages people? Oh, it's certainly not as unambiguously good as the Judah shit, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a mixed bag. You, you know, you can read, I think you can read it as being cunning or you can read it as being a fucking snake in the grass, you know? Like, I guess it depends what type of person
1: you are. Cause like, he sounds like a highwayman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it would really depend on like what type of person you are. I think that's kind of fucking cool though. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, at least the way he lays it out here, bites the horse's heel so that its rider falls backwards. That's some amazing imagery. Yeah, man. Shit, I hell, that's my sleep. <laughs> I'm gonna sleep with Dan. I'm am I'm gonna marry Isha- Issachar. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Now we gotta fucking uh, bro. We gotta make the fucking dating sim. <laughs> For the giants of fucking- Israel. <laughs> <laughs> no the, the the sons of israel <laughs> fucking judah bias fucking judah stan yeah judah uh, oh god Judas, it's also yeah. evocative like it's so like this cannot and you know I, I this is just so different from the rest of it so far you know i enjoy. like this has got to be like a separate document put in here you know the other the other books they
1: kind of sound like well for most of them they kind of sound like like somebody was writing them to tell the story. This sounds mm. like it was written by somebody with intent. Like yeah. Like they were just recording whatever it is that whatever stories were floating around. That's what it sounds like. This guy wrote this from scratch and like built up from it to for, to tell something he wanted to tell. This yeah. is just this is overflowing with intent. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. There's passion in this. I love it. It's just so evocative as all good poetry is, you know? And, and I don't know about like I don't know if I would go so quite so far as to say that uh the rest of it is lacking intent to a certain extent, but like it's not like it's not so pointed. This shit just slaps. This shit is just like I'll say it maybe a little better. <laughs> but yeah, fuck, dude. All right. Let's keep reading. I wait for your salvation, O oh Lord. Gad shall be raided by raiders, but he shall raid at their heels. Oh
1: my god, it's just such good poetry! <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> Asher's food shall be rich, and he shall provide royal delicacies. Naphtali is a doe, let loose, that bears lovely fawns.
1: Does that mean? Does that mean he's like always gonna run away from somebody stronger? What is that? It's a doe let loose that bears lovely fawns. Oh I no! Think... That that I'm sorry, I I've completely misread that. That that it means that like he's a, is he calling him a slut? <laughs>
0: uh, I, I don't know about the connotation, but but like I think that But yeah, no, I think that's the symbolism is fucking here. Uh, I I'm I'm a
1: kill. I don't need competition. Say again. I kill Neftali. Neftali?
0: Oh, the fuck, Mary kill?
1: Yeah, I kill him. I don't need competition.
0: (laughs) Damn. Joseph is a fruitful bough. A fruitful bough by a spring. His branches run over the wall. The archers fiercely attacked him. They shot at him and pressed him hard. Yet his bow remained taut, and his arms were made agile by the hands of the Mighty One of Jacob. By the name of the shepherd, the rock of Israel, by the God of your father, who will help you, by the Almighty, who will bless you. With blessings of heaven alone, blessings of the deep that lies beneath, blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The blessings of your father are stronger than the blessings of the eternal mountains, the bounties of the everlasting springs. May they be on the head of Joseph, on the brow of him who was set apart from his brothers.
1: Just so good. I know.
0: Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning devouring the prey, and at the evening dividing the spoil.
1: Simple but strong man, I can appreciate that. Yeah, dude, that one slaps too. (laughs) That one slaps so hard. I just love the diction here. I know. Ravenous wolf, and morning devouring the prey, evening dividing the spoil. Evening dividing
0: the spoil.
1: Jo- just my the God. word choice here is splendid. I know. God, this is, my fav- this is my favorite fucking part so far. I know. This is just... So- this is written by somebody who actually knows how to write.
0: Yeah, we cannot get over this shit. All of these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is what their father said to them when he blessed them, blessing each one of them with a suitable blessing. Some of these aren't blessings. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Well, maybe, maybe from our
1: point of view. It, yeah it's a blessing to us to read it no no i, I mean like well, the one he, he talks shit on Simeon and levy well yeah from our point yeah, of view Ruben. like their violence is like obviously not a good thing but maybe to them hey, or, or, i don't know you know i'm pretty sure violence definitely was something to be respected with in such a world
0: what about Reuben though? You shall no longer excel because you went up onto your bro- your father's bed, then you defiled it. You went up, up onto my couch. <laughs> I, tch, tch, I I actually I don't know. I don't know why world <laughs> is
1: uh, sleeping with somebody else's partner. Good deal. Yeah. Well, you get my blessing, Reuben. My blessing of being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
0: you, Reuben. <laughs> That's your blessing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want a blessing? He has your blessing and just, you know, gives a middle finger.
0: <laughs> blessing right here, boy. <laughs> Ruben
1: probably doesn't even care. He's like, yeah, whatever, I'll just go back to sleeping with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: probably. Alright, now he's really gonna die. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> I love how this book follows, like,
1: the actual death of Jacob. It's like, it announces this year, but then we go through, like, another chapter before. <laughs> before also, the same thing with uh, Jacob. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna die, but, like, give me ten years. Eighteen years to <laughs> down in You're... Egypt before I die.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Oh. oh, no, I've only got, like, four more years left. Oh, the pain. All right. <laughs> Then he charged them, saying to them, I am about to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my ancestors in the cave in the field of Ephron the Hittite. In the cave in the field at Machpelah, near Mamre, in the land of Canaan. In the field that Abraham bought from Ephron the Hittite as a burial site. There Abraham and his wife Sarah were buried. There Isaac and his wife Rebekah were buried. And there I buried Leah. The field and the cave that is in it were purchased from the Hittites. God he's obsessed with that commerce shit too. When Jacob ended his charge to his sons, he drew up his feet into the bed, breathed his last, and was gathered to his people.
1: <laughs> Jacob kind of like a prehistoric Jay-Z. Just whatever <laughs> shut up shut the fuck up about his financial investments.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's he, he's fucking had that story passed down to him from Isaac, and because Abraham passed it down to Isaac, who passed it down to that story down to Jacob, and it's the, their fucking favorite story. <laughs> every night they want, every night as kids they wanted to hear that one again. <laughs> the fucking negotiations with the Hittites.
1: Your father bought this land for four million. Now that shit <laughs> worth six million. <laughs> Could have bought this rock over in K9 for like 2 million. Now that shit worked. 5 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jacob Z over here. <laughs> Alright.
1: Both well, Abraham and um, Isaac had like various stories to tell. And I just love that the one that survived was their financial negotiation over some burial <laughs> land. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe that skill. That specific skill developed during those negotiations is probably really useful at this time. That's just really funny. Yeah. <laughs> you think that's what how Trump time. talks to his kids? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they were little, he didn't read them a bedtime story. It was like, now, I'm gonna tell you about this big deal. I made it. I made it with the New York Mafia. Believe me, great deal.
0: <laughs> tell him about how he, fuck, I don't know, got out of bankruptcy
1: or whatever. Look, if you ever need to pull money out of a big company. Just go bankrupt. It worked for me. Just go bankrupt.
0: They love it, folks. Believe me. He just talks to his kids like he talks to a fucking crowd, except he's like meaner to them.
1: I think that's exactly how he talks all the time. (laughs) I'm I'm not sure Sure. if like you heard the the private recordings between him and the governor of Georgia, (laughs) or trying to find some extra votes. But even when he's trying to be intimidating, he still sounds like Trump.
0: He just still sounds like himself. It's been a while. I think I listened to a little bit of it when it when that story first broke. He does not lose it. his mannerism
1: of speaking. He still talks like he's talking to a crowd of people.
0: Uh he would have been so fucking funny if he wasn't so fucking harmful. Yeah, let, let's be real. He still was funny, but like it was just like sad too.
1: <laughs> he did like the, this week like the the greatest laugh I got last week, my bad. Last week the greatest laugh that I got was when Trump said because he he was told that like a bunch of the people that he endorsed for the the elections, a bunch of them lost, and he uh-huh. said, "Well, that's not my fault."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then he it's said like, something along the lines of like, if they did win though, it would have been his fault though. It's <laughs> just <laughs> just hilarious.
0: It's just peak. God, it, it it's it's so great. Like not only just like refusing to take blame, but also just like focusing on it without explicitly being asked about it.
1: Every time Trump talks, God has the applause button on his side and he just slams it down every time and it fucking works. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Jacob's death.
0: Jacob's death. Well specifically Joseph's reaction to Jacob's death. Let's 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 get it. <laughs> Then Joseph threw himself on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. Joseph commanded the physicians in his service to embalm his father. So the physicians embalmed Israel. They spent 40 days doing this, for that is the time required for embalming. And the Egyptians wept for him for 70 days.
1: Did it actually take that long? That seems like a bit exaggerated to me. Was he just that old that if they did anything, he would just crumble into dust, so they had to be really careful?
0: (laughs) I like to think... The first thing I'm seeing says that it takes like 70 days. I don't know though. At least for Egyptian mumm- mummification, which I assume this is referring to, so it actually did take that long, huh? Yeah, or or longer, I guess. Or, or
1: or maybe it was just like the pro maybe it was just the process. Like I, I'm here thinking like they were working day and night for 70 days, where it'd be like wake up in the morning, cover him in this liquid, then let it dry till the next day. You know. <laughs> Maybe that's just it. Yeah.
0: It, it definitely did take 70 days for everyone to be done crying, though.
1: <laughs> and from all that crying and from all that mourning, they irrigated the lands of Egypt, and thus <laughs> <laughs> became the end of the drought.
0: That's what ended the famine, yeah. <laughs> that's where the Nile comes from to this day. <laughs> when the days of weeping for him were past, Joseph addressed the household of Pharaoh. If now I have found favor with you, please speak to Pharaoh as follows. My father made me swear an oath. He said, I am about to die. In the tomb that I hewed out for myself in the land of Canaan, there you shall bury me. Now, therefore, let me go up so that I may bury my father. Then I will return. Pharaoh answered, Go up and bury your father, as he made you swear to do.
1: Honestly, like, throughout <laughs> this whole time, the Pharaoh has been like depicted as like a ready, fair man.
0: Yeah, he's just sort of a nice guy in this version. Th- this pharaoh. This pharaoh's just sort of a nice guy.
1: As opposed to the last pharaoh that wanted to sleep with with the first woman he laid eyes upon.
0: <laughs> well, honestly, like, I, I don't blame him so much as I blame Abraham because I hand, feel like, well, let me think. I don't know. It's a, it's a morally fraught, fraught question because on, actually, one so, hand, so, on the one hand, the Ad- I don't University, think it's inherently wrong. It's
1: actually me. morally want, wrong to yeah. want to have sex with somebody if it's not uh, me and especially if you're a woman <laughs> so really it was Sarah's fault
0: I can't even say it, it was
1: Sarah's fault for being a woman let's be honest <laughs>
0: that's what that's what Jacob the Andrew Tate of the ancient world came to the conclusion for they were you about the he time he came to that
1: conclusion did I tell you about the time the Pharaoh wanted to rape my wife he's
0: like if she didn't want to be raped why did she have a pussy answer me that Andrew Tate's such a fuck. That is some Andrew Tate shit. Allegedly a sex trafficker, right?
1: Yes, he got raided in Romania by US by US forces for supposedly kidnapping a US citizen. And yeah. That's what he got raided for. He's currently out of out on bail, but he's currently being investigated. So yeah.
0: Hopefully they don't let him fucking take an iPhone into prison. Or maybe hopefully they do, I don't know. You wanna so know he could... how
1: he got into this jail? With hard work and dedication? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he disappeared for like three months cause like he got kicked out of every uh, platform possible. And that was fun, those were a good three months. But now he's back.
0: Damn. And he's gonna fight Jake Paul. Oh, cool. No, that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's cool and good. That's what I say. I don't even know who to.
1: I, I, that's like a fight. Like, I want to root for Jake Paul, but I can't because you brought this. You brought back the attention on him. You dumbass.
0: Yeah, not ideal. Like,
1: I like, I I want you to physically cause pain to Andrew Tate, but why would you do this, man? Now I want to physically cause harm to you too. Not gonna. I just hope they both lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Like, they both hit each other at the same time and they knock each other out.
0: First round. Yeah, and then they, and then and they explode their brains, so none of them can like function. No, better, mentally. better yet,
1: like they both knock each other out first round. Be- the 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 event barely even started, and so they're on the ground, and everybody's like, "Is that it?" And they start throwing, you know, their cups, the nachos, and uh, both Andrew Tate and Jake Paul get a concussion from the nachos. <laughs>
0: Fucking nacho concussion.
1: I assume they already don't have several concussions. Because Jake Paul has been boxing for like, what, five years now, and Andrew Tate was an MMA fighter. You know what? That that, that explains why Andrew Tate's like that, actually. Look <laughs> <laughs> how much brain damage
0: he has unchecked. Speaking of uh, brain damage, uh, let's check in back, at, back with uh, Jacob after they removed his brain via the mummification process.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard such a terrible, good translation before.
0: (laughs) Happy to provide one. That's
1: terribly good.
0: So Joseph went up to bury his father. With him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his household, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, as well as all the household of Joseph, his brothers, and his father's household. Only their children, their flocks, and their herds were left in the land of Goshen. Both chariots and charioteers went up with them. It was a very great company. The best company. A very cool, very, very big, not small company.
1: It was a great company, (laughs) folks. don't believe how great it was. It was very great.
0: Just to clarify, I added everything after. It was a very great company. It's like the fucking inauguration. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. When they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Jordan, they held there a very great and sorrowful lamentation, and they observed the time of mourning for his father seven days. When the Canaanite inhabitants of the land saw the mourning on the threshing floor of Atad, they said, This is a grievous mourning on the part of the Egyptians. Therefore the place was named Abel Mizraim it is beyond the Jordan Thus his sons did Thus his sons did for him as he had instructed them They carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field at Machpelah the field near Mamre where Abraham bought his which Abraham <laughs> bought as a burial site from Ephron the Hittites <laughs> After he had buried his father, Joseph returned to Egypt with his brothers and all who had gone up with him to bury his father.
1: (laughs) They're so proud of that moment.
0: They're so proud of it. It almost makes me think I'm fucking missing something with like some bit of cultural importance. But like, they just really like to say that it was Ephron the Hittite who he bought that shit from. (laughs)
1: when uh if if the bible were like a sitcom and they have like their uh episode where you're just remembering past moments from the sitcom half that (laughs) that episode would be just recounting that story
0: (laughs) it would the whole episode would just be that story again (laughs) maybe like two or three times
1: oh yeah because he just he finishes telling it's gonna have like the same um writing pattern as the bible where he just finishes explaining it to somebody, and somebody else comes like, oh, hey, guys, what y'all talking about today in this <laughs> grand morning? He's like, oh, let me tell you about how I just told this guy about this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Give me like, let me tell you what just happened. So I was telling this guy about Ephraim, Ephron the Hittite, who sold a plot to Abraham, and it... It happened like this, you see, when Abraham, when Abraham was in the land of the Hittites. All like right. this is
1: around the this is like we're getting to the end of Genesis, right? Like, I, hopefully, this is the last we have to hear about this. I think so,
0: hope so. But let's. I don't want. I don't want to be reading
1: the New Testament, and then some peasant asks Jesus, "Can you bestow upon us some wisdom?" And then Jesus says, "Have you ever heard the tale of Jacob the
0: wise? Sorry, of Abraham the <laughs> wise, of Ephron the Hittite." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I hope it comes up in a weird place. We'll just fucking cheer. Like we do for Here I Am.
1: <laughs> Damn, David... David took down Goliath like Abraham negotiated
0: with... Um, <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> with Ephron the with Hittite. Abraham the Hittite. <laughs> Bro, Ephron the Hittite is my favorite fucking character in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's the fucking. Uh, <laughs> that's how you can gatekeep gatekeep people about the Bible now, Juan. would so be like, oh yeah, you know a lot about the Bible. You even remember Ephron the Hittite. <laughs> who was who was uh, Jesus' favorite apostle? I can only assume Ephron the Hittite, even though it's John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's like, like, at the, like the the talk he has with John before he got he gets betrayed, or at least that's how I think this story goes. But you know, he takes uh, he takes John, puts his arm around. John is like, yo. So a lot of things are about to happen. But, you know, none of the, none, of all the events are going to, about to transpire. None of them are going to be as great as the time that Abraham met out front, the Hittite.
0: <laughs> uh, I won't spoil how it goes, but uh, I don't think that ever Oh, fuck. I, I thought he took... That. I wish it did,
1: though. <laughs> uh, I thought, the part of the story was that Jesus talks to John and, st- and tells him he's his favorite. And Judas overhears and becomes <laughs> jealous. And that's why he betrays Jesus. I thought that's how the that story went.
0: Uh, no, but I wish it was. Oh, fuck. I don't know where I heard that. <laughs> All right. You remember how Joseph forgave his brothers in a really uh, heartwarming way?
1: Oh, yeah. Around the segregation table.
0: Yeah. Um but as the title of this next section can, can, can tell you, this is actually where he forgives his brothers. Maybe Joseph's just, just suffering from some mild case of amnesia.
1: You already made fun of a disabled man. You really want to make fun of another? <laughs>
0: just halfway through the story, <laughs> it reveals. To be fair, he, he definitely already forgave his brothers. But let's jump into it. Realizing that their father was dead, Joseph's brothers said, What if Joseph still bears a grudge against us? And pays us back in full for all the wrong that we did to him. Well, how
1: long did it so take they, to realize that their father was dead? They took like seventy <laughs> days embalming <of> him.
0: <laughs> it only it only hit after a little bit.
1: <laughs> like after the whole programage to where they buried him. It only it's only after now they're like say, I can't believe he's dead.
0: <laughs> Which I love the fucking mourning period, where like the whole thing can go by and then like psychologically you don't even like quite yet registered but yeah the 70 days to involve him
1: and then like the track all the way to where they bury him and then the seven months of mourning and he still didn't realize that that he was dead
0: that whole thing could have been would have been like a someone could make a whole fucking movie about like mourning and loss and and about them growing closer as brothers
1: yo that sounds pretentious as fuck because it's like (laughs) it's like the movie called the death uh, the death of jacob right that's gonna be the title of the movie and half the yeah. movie's going to be like still shots of the environment all a, all <laughs> all a stalker style
0: <laughs> I mean shit now we got to make that movie unfortunately
1: we're only going to need I don't like, want an iPhone I camera I don't want
0: this burden say we're again. only
1: going to need like an iPhone camera we can make this movie easily
0: <laughs> true we just need a uh, an iPhone camera uh scenery that looks nothing like the scenery we have access to and uh an ornamented coat for Joseph
1: uh, I, I, so, so, I don't know what your experience would be through with this but the death of Jacob sounds like a lost media thing that 4chan has been looking for for like 10 years that that they <laughs> only started looking for because somebody barely remembers it it's showing up on a channel one time in in Germany that's what it like sounds like that's what
0: it feels like I feel like 4chan finds that shit in like 10 minutes though I <laughs> could be wrong I don't have a lot I mean they of found Charlotte. Buff for like but. A week. <laughs> <laughs> they're just—they're just good at fucking internet hide and seek. All right, the, you, you want to hear their scheme? You want—you want to hear what they? Are they scheme again? What they decided yeah, to they do? Not
1: their the first time.
0: It's a little scheme. Just—just just a small, just a little baby scheme. As a treat. Yeah, as a treat. So they approached Joseph, saying, "Your father gave this instruction before he died." Oh, no. <laughs> "'Say to Joseph, I beg you, forgive the crime of your brothers and the wrong they did in harming you. "'Now, therefore, please forgive the crime of the servants of the God of your father.' "'Joseph wept when they spoke to him. "'Then his brothers also wept, fell down before him, and said, "'We are here as your slaves.' "'But Joseph said to them, "'Do not be afraid. Am I in the place of God? "'Even though you intended to do me harm, God intended it for good, "'in order to preserve a numerous people.' As he is doing today, and turn them into slaves of, of Pharaoh, so have no fear. I myself will provide for you and your little ones. In this way, he reassured them, speaking to them kindly.
1: Okay, a little lie that did a lot of good. Okay, that's fine.
0: Yeah, just a little, just a little scheme. So Joseph remained in Egypt, he and his father's household, and Joseph lived one hundred ten years. Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children of Machir, son of Manasseh, were also born on Joseph's knees. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will surely come to you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. So Joseph made the Israelites swear, saying, When God comes to you, you shall carry up my bones from here. And Joseph died, being 110 years old. He was embalmed and placed in a coffin in Egypt.
1: Damn, I guess God's slowly but surely bringing about His promise.
0: Slowly but surely. I mean, they've got a decent-sized extended family now because one of them actually had like more than two kids. So it's been a four. It's yeah, been it's four banned. people
1: since he promised that
0: <laughs> all lived to
1: be about a hundred years old. Yeah. So it only took about the lifespan of the Byzantine Empire for it to finally <laughs> come about.
0: too fucking long for sure probably gone from like fucking early to mid bronze age to like late bronze age here oh and there's gonna be a little uh, there's gonna be let's say a couple more generations after this before any of this is uh confirmed but Juan, we are going to talk about that two times from now and not next time because next time we're going to talk about genesis Overall, and just talk about some parts that I feel like talking about. One. Oh no! What did, did you? Think... I have taken
1: notes. It's not going to be a test, is it? Is it for a grade? Nah, it's
0: not going to be a test. Nah. Oh, okay, cool. Because I suck. The only notes. grade is uh how much fun you had.
1: Well, this episode was a hell of a lot of fun. Let me tell you. Nice. That that poetry in the middle, dude. It hit so hard. It fucking slapped, dude. It was so good. But yeah, this is a rather... This was actually the Bible having, like, legit actually a normal one.
0: Yeah, relatively standard. Nothing, like, too wild besides the... How the prose is written at times. Fucking poetry in the middle, yeah.
1: The prose was written kind of wacky at times. Not the poetry, the prose.
0: Yeah, it's a little silly. Sort of, here I am. (laughs) And and
1: Joseph brought his sons (laughs) to uh, Jacob. Who are these? Jacob said, who are these?
0: (laughs) Uh, it's great yeah overall alright once nice okay so we are going to be back next week with a Genesis summary episode Genesis highlight you know a a part where I sort of explain a little bit of what we looked at uh, do a bit of summary and maybe look forward a little bit to Exodus so when I made the joke about the Bible having like its rerun episode
1: we're actually going to do that
0: we're we're going to do a rerun episode or whatever uh, and i'll things. tell you what it, it's it's mostly going to be that hittite dude from the hittite yeah, from the hittite yeah so you heard it here
1: listeners get your uh f the hittite shirts ready get your f from the hittite <laughs> merc pour your coffee <laughs> on your f from the hittite mug and if we're the day comes boy. where
0: anyone listens if the day comes when anyone listens to this, we gotta do fucking Ephron the Hittite merch. I love to I
1: would love to build a whole mythology around this one guy. <laughs> you know how like maybe I'll just You know how like uh you know how like Star Wars built up Boba Fett even though he was just like on screen for like five minutes? That's what we're gonna do to Ephron <laughs> the Hittite.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do to we're gonna do to Ephron the Hittite what like Christians did to Melchizedek. And like what I think Christians and Jews both did to uh Enoch that dude who walked with God we're just gonna do that to Ephron the Hittite we're gonna make a whole fucking new book based around him and say he was Jesus or something <laughs> he was actually an angel yeah no he was actually uh He was actually eleven level seven angel and that's above the Archangels aren't the archangels the one that sit beside God uh they're in- important ones i don't know about where they sit to be honest well, well
1: that's how i i, I think it just meant to be like they're they're like second to god well maybe besides the holy ah. spirit and jesus but that whole yeah, hierarchy doesn't there.
0: make sense to me don't worry Juan. that people just made that up <laughs> if it's any consolation
1: wait so are those all those youtube videos about the angels having like a hundred eyes that's all. that's all bullshit in
0: that angels aren't real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got good news and bad news. <laughs> you got me.
1: You got me. But like seriously though, are those hundred-eyed angels not being accurate?
0: I heard something recently that it was from the book of Ezekiel. That that, that specifically is described the I, I think that's maybe their thrones that they come down to earth on that has that's like a ring with like a hundred eyes yo wait they, they came down to earth
1: on a fucking throne surrounded by like a halo of eyes yo dude that's not an angel that's a fucking alien you <laughs> my man you made first contact
0: <laughs> my brother and yahweh well no wonder they, they never came back to visit Yeah, speaking of, we're only going to come back to visit Genesis once. Next time. Juan, thank you for recording with me. As always, thank you for inviting me here. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.